comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. Hello and welcome back to Gambling with Gold. little costume change off the top. We are on episode 42. It is Christmas. It is week 16. It is time to make some best bets. As always, I am joined by my buddy from the Action Network, Dan Titus. Dan, how are we doing this Friday? Man, I wish I was as festive as you, dude. Like, <laughs> Santa, Santa's coming to town. We're ready to get some bucks, though. Let's get let's get this money. We're uh, riding high. We've been crushing it over the last couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, man. Props to you and your uh, your get up here. You, you look legit. Yeah. Uh, a little excited. Feel like I uh, need a little drink to get me ready. A little eggnog action. Um, Do you actually like eggnog? No, I fucking hate it. But okay. I'll drink it. <laughs> I, I'll drink it. But from now until New Year's Eve, I am looking for anything alcoholic to enter my system at Facts. any time. I do not care when, how, don't care. I'm all into it. Um, all right. So before we get started on to our week 16 best bets, a couple of champions around things. Uh, there are three seven stakes contests that are live right now. Go ahead and join those. There's one going on tomorrow for all the Christmas Day games, one on Sunday and one on Monday night. We have giveaways for all of that stuff. And we have a ton of other giveaways going on throughout the course of the week, uh, including we are giving away a Nick Chubb jersey. You have to tune into our YouTube short, which will be up later today with our best bets for Saturday's games. Uh, so go in there, find the key phrase, DM us at Champions Round IG or Twitter to enter that. We will be giving that away on Sunday. All right. Top five picks, week 16. Let's get to it. Santa wants to give away some gifts. Let's go, Danny. What's your number one pick of the week? Number one pick of the week, going Bengals minus three versus the Ravens. Battle eight and six teams in the AFC North. But, you know, Cincinnati stomped them out last time, 41-17. I don't really like the way that the Ravens have looked as of late, man. They're not scoring that many points despite, you know, having Tyler Huntley play an amazing game. We don't really know what the quarterback situation is quite yet. So with all that uncertainty and honestly, I just feel like Joe Burrow's going to have all of his weapons at his disposal. It looks like Joe Mixon's going to give it a go. Uh, we've seen this Ravens secondary just be completely trash lately. So expecting a big day out of Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. I like Cincinnati Bengals here. All right. So off the top, we're going against each other. Uh, my number five pick of the week, Baltimore <laughs> plus three. The reason is this, an interesting stat that I heard this week. When the Ravens has faced a team for a second time in a season over the last five years, they are 10-0 and 0 against the spread and straight up. So the loss last time. Now they're dogs. I think they win this game outright. I actually, my best bet for this game, over 45 points. I think there will be scoring on both sides of the ball. If yep. you look at teams that have played Denver the week after, they're 10-3 and three to the over. Uh, so hmm. I, I think that Denver's defense uh, really limits teams. Obviously, they're a really good defense. Yep. Next week, they come back. They play really well. Uh, so I think over 45 here, good. Baltimore plus three. Angle, I get it. I love Baltimore plus nine, plus eight and a half as a teaser piece. Def, I'm sure you do teaser. as well. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of angles to play in this one. Baltimore plus three would be my least favorite of those. I think that the over and the teaser would be the ones mm -hmm. that I'm going to place first. All right. My number one pick of the week, Atlanta minus five and a half. Jared Goff is at out. Uh, we've seen uh, Boyle play before. Coming mm -hmm. off of a win, Atlanta coming off of a loss. 
only five and a half points. This seems like an absolute smash spot to me. Atlanta still has stuff to play for. The Lions are trying to race towards the bottom to get one of the two top defensive ends on the board, either Hutchinson or Kayvon Thibodeau. So no reason for them to win this game, especially with Goff out. I know that they fight hard, but they're not going to have a lot to show for it this week. So give me Atlanta minus five and a half. Interesting that you're riding with the public on this one with 70% of the money on the Lions. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, I know yet when we talked about it yesterday, I was definitely on the Lions like I was really going to bet it. But it's a stay away from me, man. I don't know what I can get. You, you convinced me that uh, Boyle is not a real quarterback. So I think DeAndre Swift's going to play. We, we don't quite know uh, for certain for certain yet, but uh, we know Jared Goff isn't going to be there. So we he was slinging it last week, but I, I don't yeah. know that we can trust in Boyle to do the same. It's going to be a tough row. I mean, the Lions we saw two weeks ago off of these wins, emotional high. They just kicked the crap out of the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, it's a great yeah. time to fade them. This is the lowest or the highest that they're going to be valued in the market. Uh, seems like a good spot to uh, yeah fade them and make some money. How- I love the uh, also love the over here, forty two and a half. I think that this is going to be a high scoring affair here. I mean, mainly because I, I think the Falcons they don't have a very good defense, and uh, Detroit, you know that they suck. So. You know, something's got to give. Let's put points on the board. I like it, except for if Boyle's as bad as I think, and they put up zero, this could be a 35 nothing, and you get the under, too. Yeah. Ooh, I feel like they're going to they're gonna score something, man. Detroit's always surprised. Uh, as bad as it's been throughout the season and only getting two wins, uh, I think that they're going to find a way to, to at least score something here. Fair enough. I agree with that. All right. What is your number two pick for Week 16? Number two pick, going with the Raiders plus one versus the Broncos. The Raiders eked out a win on Tuesday, and they're finally going to get – I feel like they're finally getting it going. They might get Darren Waller back, which will certainly help uh, their offense. They're both in the playoff hunt, which is really interesting because I don't think anyone saw their either team really being this close to um, you know, actually having a shot at the playoffs. But this really falls on Drew Locke. We talked about it a lot. We just don't trust him. He's so, in, he's so turnover prone that I can't get around picking him in any situation. And Vegas has actually won outright in in five of the last six times that they've played, and they've covered in seven of the last eight. So this one's pretty much at a pick Give me the Raiders here. All right, so I am with you on the Raiders. We talked about it yesterday. Drew Locke is the only reason that I need to – for uh, yeah. I think the Raiders here. That's the uh, handicap. Makes a ton of sense. <laughs> the the scare, the reason why it's my sixth pick and not in my top five is because of the public action. 45% of the bets, 65% of the money is on the Broncos here. little scary. Maybe the Sharps know, especially in Vegas. Usually you expect that the Raiders would get a little bit more action in the market. The fact that they're not, a yeah. little concerning. Uh, the Sharps also love the under 41 in this game. I could see that. I could see this being a very, very low, like a 17-10 type of game. So yeah. maybe I'll throw a little sprinkle there. Um, but yeah, I'm with you on the Raiders. I just don't trust Drew Locke to get this done in any sort of divisional uh, circumstance. So give me the Raiders, pick them plus one. I'm all over it. What you got for the for your second bet? Uh, second bet of week 16, Rams minus three at Minnesota. Again, I gave my explanation on the show yesterday. Here's the deal. Minnesota's going to be without Dalvin Cook, maybe without Adam Thielen. The Rams can throw the ball all over the place. Minnesota's secondary is really bad. The concern for the Rams in this game would be that the Vikings uh, defensive line is going to get past the offensive line for the Rams, which has been uh, suspect at best. But I think with both of the running backs back, they'll be able to uh, effectively use play action in this game. And I think the Rams will end up scoring a lot. I actually do like the under 49 and a half also. 
Uh, I don't think Minnesota is going to be able to put that much up on the board with Cook and Thielen potentially out of this one. And I just can't trust Kirk coming off of two straight wins, man. I do not believe in it. I do not believe in three straight wins for the Vikings. I understand that the Sharps are on the plus three for Minnesota, but uh, I, I like the matchup for the Rams here, so I got to roll with them. Yeah, Kirk actually pulled one out in prime time, so maybe he's fading that narrative that he can't get it done. But they're just they're just without their 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 most prime weapon here. I mean, Justin Jefferson is is definitely their best receiving weapon, but I mean, the game runs through Dalvin Cook, and without him there, that's just a huge downgrade to their offense. So. I lean with the the Rams. I haven't been overly impressed with them, um, but they they're finding ways to get wins, and uh, that's what's important at this stage in the season. And uh, three points, that, that's a that's a pretty small safe margin here that uh, Matt Stafford can get it done. I will say that I do like the Vikings plus nine as a teaser piece. I think this is a touchdown right. game. Yeah. All right. What is your number three pick of the week? Number three pick going with a two team teaser for Saturday. I'm going to tease down the the Packers to one and a half versus the Browns. And I'm going to take the Colts plus seven uh, versus the Indian uh, versus the Arizona Cardinals. I I mean, I think that this is for the Packers side of things. We don't know what's going on with the Browns. We don't know which players are actually going to play with COVID running. So rampant through their, through their organization. Um, I think it's safe to just take the Packers here at one and a half. I think that they'll get it done. They probably could win this one. Uh, by seven and a half in the spread, but I'm I'm not going to mess with it just because there's such uncertainty there. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Browns did some stupid backdoor cover. Um, when the Colts side of things, I mean, the fact that they're still underdogs in this matchup, you know, versus the Arizona Cardinals that just shit the bed last week, I guess the public is expecting some resurgence from them uh, losing to the, the lowly Detroit Lions. But I, I'll take the points here. Plus seven, I think the Colts can certainly make this a game. Uh, we've seen Carson Wentz, just do gross things at quarterback, but this team really relies on the run game. And uh, we've seen Arizona be vulnerable to that. So yeah, I'm going with the Colts here plus seven uh, for the, to complete the, uh, to complete the teaser. So I love both those pieces. I do think that Cleveland plus seven and a half, it's not one of my top five, but I kind of like that angle, but I don't foresee them really winning this game. So obviously I'd love to get it at one, one and a half is right. still fine. Uh, I've seen it at some places where green Bay is minus seven. So I've hit that down to one automatically um for the Colts game Colts game I love under 49 I don't think there's a lot of scoring in that game I think that the Colts try to run the ball do what they do best extend the game so under 49 one of my best bets there plus seven love that I told you yesterday I kind of liked either side of that game as a teaser once it got above seven so it looks like Colts plus one on the board right now I definitely bet that earlier today to get it to plus seven interesting thing about the Cardinals so they start off seven or no they're three and four since a lot of that coincides with J.J. Watt's injury, which I hadn't really thought about earlier, but their mm-hmm. defensive line has been really terrible because they're yeah. smaller, and the smaller guys tend to wear out as the season goes on. So they lost some of that bulk, and now you're going up against the Colts' offensive line, which is absolute maulers. This is a really bad matchup for Arizona. I understand why the Sharps are buying back into them in this spot because of what sure. they did last week. They're low in the market, and the Colts coming off that huge win against the Patriots. It's a perfect time to fade the Colts and to buy in on the Cardinals. But that being said, this might be just a really, really bad matchup for Arizona. So I definitely love the Colts at plus seven. I'll probably play them money line just because I can't help myself, but I completely understand why the Sharps (laughs) want to buy this in with Arizona. So give me plus seven. I'm totally with you on this one. 
Yeah, I feel like I'm, I'm going to definitely sprinkle something on the money line for Colts here just because uh, I think that they're just a better team. And we were we were waiting all season for the regression to, help, to, to come, and it's, it's finally here. Yeah, absolutely. All right, my number three pick of the week, Buffalo plus two and a half and plus eight and a half as a teaser piece. Absolutely lock that down. I think that this is the spot where Buffalo gets the Patriots. I will be betting at money line. I'm hoping that I see a three on the board because that's an absolute smash spot. We saw Mac Jones. I think that the Colts showed something last week. I know that Mac came back in the fourth quarter and played great, but the first three quarters, he was absolutely all over the place. I think the Bills will find a way to get home. I think that the over 43 and a half is an interesting play in this game as well. I foresee the Bills being able to move the ball more effectively than they did last time. Good weather is expected in New England this time, surprisingly for December. I think that on that turf, both teams will be playing a little bit faster. I think that the running back situation for the Patriots with Stevenson probably going to be out. Harris is still nicked up. That does not bode great for them. So give me the Bills plus two, plus three, money line, teaser, and the over. Is that enough bets for that game? (laughs) I think you about covered it, man. All right, cool. Uh, But I I love the angles and and what you said mainly because what what are the New England Patriots if they have to solely rely on Mac Jones to win the game? They haven't been in too many situations where that's been the case. So, you know, with with Buffalo, I think they finally figured out, you know, maybe we should hand over the ball to, to Devin Singletary a little bit more. And we've seen the the uh, the rising of of Gabe Davis here, which we've all been we, we, me and you have been waiting for for a while. And we talked about it yesterday. But I think this is where the Bills can finally get right. So I, I'm riding with you here. And I included the uh, Bills in my second teaser piece. Um, so I love them at eight and a half. But I, I'm all definitely right. going to sprinkle something on the money line here, too. Love it. All right. So I assume that your fourth pick starts with Buffalo plus eight and a half. What's the other part of this one? That it does. And then I'm going to tease the Chiefs down to two and a half um, over the uh, brain fart. Steelers. The Chiefs Chiefs and the Steelers. Yes. Eight and a half. Um, so, yeah, this is just a really just a safety net. You know, I, I know that the Steelers have been quite, quite, quite crafty late in the games, somehow trying to pull in these backdoor covers. I don't know where Ben gets it from, but their offense is trash. Their defense, I don't know that they can keep up. Now, yes, this is contingent on whether we get the statuses of Tyreek Hill and and Travis Kelsey, but I still think the Chiefs can still get this done at minus two and a half um, to to win this one. Um, the Steelers are just trending the wrong direction. I think Ben's ready to hang it up. It's it's clear this guy cannot move in the pocket at all. I think Chris Jones is going to be returning. So you know, Kansas City has been one of the better defenses uh, over the course of the last uh, five or six weeks. So you get one of your your top defensive linemen back. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a bad day for Ben. They're gonna get some pressure on him. I I love the Chiefs this week. Uh, I saw that your number you said eight and a half. I see a seven and a half in the market right now. So I'm gonna bring that down Ooh. to one and a half as a teaser piece. Uh, in the Circa contest, it, uh, Chiefs minus seven, which is a little yeah. intriguing. If we get some news tomorrow before noon that Tyreek or Kelsey is back, I will probably hit that. I do love the under 45 in that game. I think the Chiefs are going to struggle to move the ball a hair. And we've seen this Chiefs defense in Arrowhead just be absolutely elite. I think the Pittsburgh elite. Steelers are going to have a very tough time scoring. So give me something like uh, 27-17. Give me the under 45 in that game. I think that's probably a likely outcome. Uh, so, yeah, give me the teaser piece all over that. Anything that you can get at under three. Uh, and if that if I see another seven on the board, I think I'm going to hit that. Snatch it up now. Hard. Yeah, you got you got to you got to expect that. Uh, I don't know the the protocols. Each league, the NBA and NFL, are definitely tweaking things now. Wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we suddenly see oh Travis Kelsey's active. So you want to jump on that as soon as possible. 
I think that one of the two of them will play, and that will be a big change uh, in that offense. All right, uh, my number four pick of the week, Carolina plus 11. Tampa Bay all banged up. Carolina's defense is going to show out in this game. I don't necessarily care who's going to play quarterback for the Panthers because they're both <laughs> going to suck. All I need them to do is go ahead and score two touchdowns. There's no chance that given the Tampa Bay injuries, I don't think that they're going to be able to score four touchdowns in this game, get up 28. So Carolina plus 11, divisional dog. I don't know what they're really playing for, but that defense is going to step up in this one against a heavily banged up and still getting used to each other Buccaneers team. Uh, so yeah, Carolina plus 11, my number four pick of week 16. Yeah. Carolina's strength has really been in their secondary. So, you know, while they can get run on, I mean, the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are just riddled with injuries right now. Leonard Fournette just went on the IL. So it's going to be Ronald Jones. That's not that inspiring. And, uh, I think it's probably going to be Cam Newton at quarterback. We don't know, but, uh, he is two and zero against Brady in his career and Tampa Bay though, two and five as away favorites this season. So yeah, I'm, I'm leading. This is a divisional matchup. And the Panthers plus 10, I think that they can at least be somewhat competent uh, to, to cover this within double digits, uh, just based off of the fact of their their track record in division matchups. And then also uh, just being too many, too many points for a home dog here. Yeah, I also think se- secretly and maybe sneaky, I think Matt Rule might be fighting for his job a little bit. I know they gave him a six year contract and they're all in on him, but there's been some questionable decisions. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to figure, you know, firing. We talked about it a couple weeks ago, firing your OC while you're on your bye week. Yeah. But like days after, you know, you could have done it earlier in the week and, and started a new game plan. But some of those decisions, you know, even to they gave Robert, Robert and or Robbie Anderson a bag and he really hasn't shown out. DJ Moore needs the ball more, but I don't know why everyone else sees it except him. Um, and then CMC, you know, they have had some unfortunate injuries to a lot of the, their star positions, but at the same time, it, it falls on the it falls on the coach. You got to adjust. Like there's other teams that have had just as many injuries, if not worse, that have still made it through. Now they did they did get to six wins, so that that's I guess a W in some sort of I guess. I mean, they beat their season total. I guess what yeah. their, what their projected total was, but. I mean, they're a middle of the pack team that's not going anywhere fast. So yeah, six years of Matt Rule is, is definitely looking looking a little gross, a little dicey. All right, uh, my number five pick of the week was Baltimore plus three. I already went through that, so you're up with your fifth pick of week sixteen. My fifth pick was the Carolina Panthers plus ten. Oh, wonderful, <laughs> we made it through. All right, uh, I'll run through some other bets that I have on the board, or maybe we already talked about uh, Rams Minnesota under forty nine and a half, Arizona Indy under forty nine. Buffalo, New England, over 43 and a half. Baltimore, Cincy, over 45. Teaser pieces that I love this week. There's a lot. Baltimore, plus nine. Buffalo, plus eight and a half. Miami, you can't get it anymore, but I bet it at plus nine. Tennessee, yeah, plus one. nine. That was a win. Jacksonville, plus eight. Kind of like that, given the Jets' COVID situation right now. Right. Minnesota, plus nine. Seattle, minus a half. Indy, plus seven. And Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta, six and a half in the market right now. Uh, even though Circa's at five and a half. Um, so I think that Atlanta minus 0.5 is probably a really nice piece also. Some other leans that I have, uh, Cleveland at seven and a half, Jacksonville at two, Chargers at 10, especially there's it uh, looks like there's a little issue with COVID, especially Brandon Cooks is going to be out. So what are they going to do on third downs for Houston? Right. It doesn't look like the Chargers have to score a ton in that game in order to be able to cover that. Uh, Vegas pick them. We talked about Washington plus 10 and a half. I think that could be an interesting game. Uh, a lot of sharps like the over in that game. I kind of lean towards the Dallas under team total 28 and a half. Seems like a lot in the huh. divisional matchup. Uh, and then Miami now minus two and a half in the market. 
I bet them at a pick them also. I think that they're going to end up winning that game. Yeah, the only other lean that I had was the Chargers and the the Texans going over 46 and a half. Uh, but I'm kind of sweating that one a little bit with news that Brandon Cooks isn't going to be playing because I'm like, how is Houston going to be able to yeah. put up any points on the board without their best player? But uh, I don't know. Maybe we see the Nico Collins, Farrell Brown show or something. I don't know. Maybe David or, Johnson actually does something. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. it might have to be their running game doing something. Maybe we get a little Royce yeah. Freeman action doing things for, for the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> or with uh, my Oregon guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd rather just see Justin Herbert just put up like 48 points and call it a day. God, me too. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's. Any uh, props or last second bets that you want to talk about? Uh, man, I'm about to get into the lab to get into the props. I've, I've definitely been having some success there over the last three. No, last night I joined them that all. Good, Love good it. start. Good start to the week for sure. Uh, or to the weekend. But uh, yeah, I definitely I'm gonna have a lot of action going on this weekend, man. Saturday games game. We've had literally football on almost every day this week like it's crazy it's great so, it's great i mean i feel bad that everybody's getting covid and shit but i kind of <laughs> like the having games every day for sure man so yeah it's been it's been it's been nice for the bankroll around christmas so uh yeah man i'm in this i'm in the christmas spirit so let's let's get some money man all right so follow dan at dan titus and at, at action network he's gonna have all of his picks online on twitter during the weekend uh we'll have all of mine here goldilocks going up Friday afternoon, going to be a lot of teasers on there. I can promise you that much. Some totals. Tracks. Hopefully some Christmas gifts for you guys. Hopefully giving out some extra cashiola that you can go spend on your loved ones or go buy yourself some nice pies. Uh, you know how we <laughs> love our pies around Christmas. Um, it's going to be great times. So, uh, What kind of pie, a, though? This is, oh, this my is, God. This is all cute. of them. What do you mean, all of them? My, my mother-in-law is coming over tomorrow. She's bringing pecan, pumpkin, apple. Ooh. I don't know. I'm gonna get some peppermint ice cream. I'm gonna feel all the feels. We're gonna we're gonna drink some whiskey. It's gonna be a great I'm, Saturday. I'm coming south, man. I need that. That, that sounds Yo, delicious. Come, come through anytime. <laughs> Would love to have you. All right. Uh, until next Tuesday, when we will be back with our Week 17 gambling preview. Uh, stay safe out there. Go win some bets. Enjoy Christmas with the family. Uh, and good luck. See you. Peace.